Hello, and thank you for joining us on Behind the Scenes with the Hanover Theater. My name is Sarah Garofalo, and today I am super excited to be joined by a very special guest. I'm speaking with the Youth Service Coordinator from the Worcester Public Library, Cynthia Gemmel. Welcome, Cynthia. Thank you, Sarah. Nice to be here. Thank you for joining us today. Before we dive into some of the amazing shows we have upcoming at the Hanover Theater, I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself. So would you like to like to give us a rundown of what you do and how you got your start at the Worcester Public Library? Sure. Uh, so I am a uh, truly at heart a, li- a children's librarian at the Worcester Public Library. Um, right now, I'm the Youth Services Coordinator, which means that I oversee um, the youth departments, which goes all the way from age zero up to through teens. Um, to age 17. So we have teen librarians, we have children's librarians, we of course have the main library and six additional branches and two bookmobiles. Um, So there's a lot to cover in there. I got my start in libraries in Miami, Florida, where I worked for a very large uh, county system. And I came up here almost 10 years ago now um, to the Worcester Public Library. And it's been Uh, Really an honor and a pleasure to work uh, with this library to get to the community and to reach all the kids um, in the city and in the surrounding areas, really, because we really have a a large uh, population that we are trying to serve um, in any way that I can with early literacy, early math initiatives to get kids reading Of course, we have plenty of uh, programs at the library for all ages. Oh, that's awesome. We absolutely love the Worcester Public Library here at the Hanover Theater. Uh, We try to work with you guys all the time since we're practically neighbors. Um, In fact, last summer, we joined you for your second annual community block party, which was super fun. Um, We also created a summer reading list last summer for children's books. Um, and adult books, but some of the children's books we included were um, Squeak, Rumble, Womp, Womp, Womp by Wynton Marsalis, who performed here in July. Um, We also added Aladdin in there by Phil Ortiz, which will be performing here as part of our Broadway season, um, March 15th through the 19th. Um, So how were those uh, reading programs that we did with you? Were those successful? Were those fun? Uh, We have really enjoyed partnering with Hanover in in all kinds of initiatives. Um, We've had uh, carolers from the uh, Christmas show here at the library. We've had um, um, Clara uh, and the Nutcracker here. um, And those programs have been so successful. Um, Every time we partner, um, I think both the the theater and the library benefit and it opens up a whole new world. I mean, I know you're going to talk about this, but like I looked up today, our Llama Llama Red Pajamas, and we have almost none of those books in the system available right now because they're all checked out. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, so yeah, as you said, we were going to talk about some of the amazing shows we have coming up. Um, So we have two beloved books coming to life on our stage very shortly. On January 20th at 6.30 p.m., we have Llama Llama Red Pajama, as you said. Um, And tickets actually go on sale today for Paddington Gets in a Jam, which will be coming on March 10th at 6.30 p.m. also. Um, So I was wondering if you wanted to talk a little bit about these books, since I know they're 
very beloved, as you said, and pretty popular. Yeah, I mean, definitely some classic tales there. Um, I think Llama Llama, um, you know, when it came onto the scene, became one of those kind of instantly loved classic books, which generated a number of other titles like Llama Llama Loves to Read. Of course, I picked that one. But there's a whole series of Llama Llama books, and they're wonderful um, and very popular. And then what happens when things get popular with books like that, um, they get turned into films, they get turned into shows, they get turned into other uh, level readers. So, you know, you might have a board book, you might have a leveled reader of Llama Llama, which we do. Um, and so I think to, to see those stories come to life, I think is just fascinating for the kids. They just, um, you know, usually it's a beloved book and then it, you know, those characters come to life on stage. It's really wonderful. Paddington Bear is really exciting too. I mean, this book was written in uh, 58. So this is really a, a, an older classic that has withstood the test of time. And again, has gone through many iterations. So there's a whole series of books levels of all readers of all levels um, can enjoy the story of Paddington Bear. Um, there have been films and now, you know, this show, I think it's so wonderful for kids to experience live theater because it's not something that every, you know, child sees right away or understands. People are very screen conscious, but to see it live, I think is just such a treat for so many kids. Absolutely. Um, and I really like what you said about the multiple reading levels with these books, because it shows the depth that these stories have and um, just how many people they can reach and how wide of an audience um, can can love and adore these stories. And I think that, you know, people of all ages can come and enjoy these shows. And even the parents, um, especially those who read Paddington growing up, um, and saw the movies come out a few years ago, and now he'll be here on our stage to for all to enjoy. So I think that's super exciting. Um, and Absolutely. speaking of Llama Llama Red Pajama, we currently have a coloring contest happening at the library. So could you talk a little bit about the coloring contest um, and where people can find the children's section in the Worcester Public Library? Absolutely. So um, the coloring contest uh, came about with our partnership and we have um, a coloring contest for kids to color in a coloring sheet of um, Llama Llama in his pajamas. That's what, what the kids will be coloring is the pajamas. We have already 30 entries. This is a this particular uh, contest is just happening at the main library. We don't have copies at our branches um, because it was a little bit of a, a quick turnaround that we're doing this contest. But we're very excited. We're going to draw a winner for a, a family set of four tickets to the show on the 20th. We're going to draw that winner on the 18th. Um, and it's going to be uh, a random drawing from the coloring coloring sheets that we've received at the main library. Um, we do these kinds of um, partnership things uh, 
pretty frequently with the Hanover and we try hard to make sure that everybody knows where to find them. So we had publicized this on our social media page, um, our Facebook page. And right now those coloring drawing sheets are available at the main library on the third floor in the children's center. So that is where you'd wanna come to get a coloring sheet and have uh, your child uh, color a, an entry and perhaps win a set of four tickets. Awesome. And do you do you hang these drawings up when you're done or anything? Do you do anything special? Um, we are looking to show off our drawings this time. So we will, um, after we draw a winner, we're going to be putting them up in the children's room. And the children's room in the, in the, the children's center in the main library has had a fairly recent renovation. So anyone who hasn't had an opportunity to come down should absolutely do so. There's some wonderful pieces to that room, like our rocket ship in the middle of the room. And we have a, a, a make-believe version of Bancroft Tower in the corner. We have a playscape where kids can play with toys while they're here. Um, we've got interactive screens and places on the floor where projectors move when kids dance. So we've got it all. And of course, a, an amazing collection of books that goes without saying, and other materials like DVDs and games and all kinds of things like that. We also have wonder books, which we have a, a copy of a wonder book that's Llama Llama Red Pajama. It is checked out at the moment, but if, it, if you don't know what a wonder book is, it's a book that has um, the story recorded in it. So you can read along with the recorded story. They're really wonderful and very popular. So you should come on down for sure to the Main Library Children's Center and check us out and definitely do a coloring sheet while you're here, kids, so that you can enter to win the tickets. Absolutely. Oh, I just love the Worcester Public Library. I really, really, truly love the Children's Center also. Um, I think it's so colorful and fun in there. And the little smiley faces you have projected on the floor just bring me so much joy. Um, <laughs> but so real quick, I just wanted to mention that we also have a free show coming up on our main stage on March 5th. Um, it's the stories of Hansel and Gretel and Peter and the Wolf in collaboration with the Worcester Chamber Music Society. Um, so those are also some classic children's stories um, that are coming to life. Um, but Cynthia, do you have any other parting words for our listeners or any, any fun upcoming events at the library that you wanna mention? We have lots of events that are happening all winter long, um, you know, from story times to building Lego clubs to movies. Um, branches. We have, um, you know, 90s parties. We had a very popular uh, junior engineers program happen at our Tatnik branch the other day. And that program will be repeated at other branches, our other One City, One Library branches, which are those which are located in elementary schools um, across the city. Um, so people should definitely check us out. You can check us out at uh, mywpl.org online to see the calendar of events. Or, of course, we have printed calendars at all of our locations for all of the great children's events, teen events and adult events that are happening um, at the throughout the library system. Um, so if you haven't visited the library in a while, what I would say is 
definitely get to a branch and find out all the wonderful things that are happening here. Awesome. Thank you so much. And like I mentioned, Llama Llama Red Pajama Live will perform on the Hanover Theater stage in just one week on Friday, January 20th at 6.30 p.m. Tickets start at just $35 and tickets for Paddington Gets in a Jam go on sale today. Um, That's March 10th, starting at just $26 um, on sale today. Cynthia, thank you again for joining us on Behind the Scenes with the Hanover Theater, and we will be right back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. Now, this interview is uh, about a special little show that I've been hyping up for a while since we were allowed to announce that it was coming to the Hanover Theater, and that is Paddington Gets in a Jam. And I think it's no secret that I am a big Paddington fan, so I'm super, super excited to welcome friends of Paddington, some Paddington puppeteers, Kyle Mahoney and Ricky Downs. Hello. Hello, Hello there. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for having us. Welcome to the show. It's so nice to have you. I was super excited for this interview like all week. (laughs) And I think what's extra special about today is that uh, today is the fifth anniversary of Paddington 2, the movie. Um, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's not forget that. 100%. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It is it is an incredible movie. (laughs) A cinematic masterpiece. Right. it has no business being as good as it is, but it just is. It's fantastic. I, I talk mm-hmm. about this all the time. When we <laughs> found out we were having Paddington and there were some people that weren't really familiar with our uh, special little bear. And uh, I brought up I brought up the movie, the movie reviews on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. and um, just showed them that it is very, very well received. And of course, uh, he's based on the classic children's books. So he oh. has a he has quite the history. He has a lot of clout for for uh, a cute little bear. <laughs> it's high art, Ashley. High art we have right here. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I mean, he's been able to do, you know, movies and you know, TV shows. And as far as my research into Paddington, you know, when getting this role did, I do believe this is like the first live sh- kind of show that Paddington has done. But <laughs> we're, but the, I will say the show, although isn't, you know, it's an original story. It takes a lot from those original stories and it is yeah. very accurate, but getting, you know, when we get to be Paddington, it's nice to put a little bit of our own flair into him. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's always a lot of fun, especially when playing like a character that's been around for a while and seeing all the different interpretations. So the show, as Kyle was saying, uh, it does kind of borrow certain elements from uh, previous Paddington books. A lot of the classics, the magic show, um, the paint painting. Yeah, kind of painting. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, kind of painting. Flooding the bathroom. Like yeah, flooding the bathroom. Yeah. The that's uh iconic <laughs> moment but it is an original script um that was kind of uh spearheaded by jonathan rockefeller rockefeller productions mm-hmm. um and show the show opened up in new york in 2000 and the fall of 2019 um and it was going to go on tour in 2020 but obviously because of 
what happened in the world uh it took a break so that's when we came in so it, mm-hmm. you know <laughs> plot lies plot wise it's pretty straightforward mr curry who is uh, kind of the grumpy neighbor he's like the squidward of the paddington world mm. his great aunt matilda is coming to visit great aunt matilda is a completely original character uh paddington has stopped by to pick up some uh sugar for his uh marmalade jam and Mr. Curry is kind of um, coaxed our dear uh, Paddington into doing some chores and odd jobs around the house to prepare for his aunt's visit. And hilarity ensues because, as we all know, <laughs> poor Paddington is quite the accident-prone bear. Um, yes, indeed. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm curious. You know what? What do you like about stepping into Paddington's shoes? What, what, what really attracts you to the role? Um. Well, what really attracts me, um, I've been doing uh, family theater since uh, like 2016. So I've I've done a lot of adaptations of stories like, you know, uh, Goodnight Moon or Elephant and Piggy. And it's always very interesting when you find the differences between yourself and the character. And you really have to think, okay... Yes, this is how I would approach this naturally, but like, how does Paddington approach this problem? Like, he's a little bit more naive than I am. He's, you know, he's always thinking the best of people. And so, you know, anytime something goes wrong or someone kind of, you know, does a little dig at him, he doesn't really realize that he's just, he's mm-hmm. happy. Like, oh, you know, that's just a funny little phrase that I'm not familiar with because I'm still, you know, learning about this new place, you know, coming from Peru, now being in London. So it's it's fun to get to once again step into those shoes and find those differences. Yeah, it's almost like that phrase, um, you know, that that uh, goldfish are the happiest animal because they forget <laughs> in three seconds. Uh, I think it's a joke in Ted Lasso of like be a goldfish and let everything just kind of <laughs> oh. roll off your back. Um, you know, be a Paddington, let it all oh, flow yeah. away. <laughs> and it's good to step into his shoes because he gets he walks around barefoot most of the time. And that's much more comfortable. <laughs> that course. Quite literal barefoot, to be honest. Um, but I'm <laughs> going. Yes, you're going to hear. I can barely contain my excitement. Um, oh, all right. That one get out of here, Ricky. Uh, but going off what Kyle is saying, similarly, Pangdon is also a very joyful character. And I think it's very infectious. Um, when you're playing a character for so long, that kind of uh, just jubilance and that naivete it, it certainly kind of rubs uh rubs off on us as performers i think and uh you know as fun as puppetry is it can be kind of a physically demanding and i think by playing paddington as joyful and gentle as he is that really allows you to it's almost kind of give you a, a somewhat of a zen while you're performing and it really helps you kind of get into the zone this this tranquility that he brings about uh despite the accidents as well um, something that I really enjoy about performing Paddington is that while the show is certainly aimed for uh, a younger audience, he is so accessible and never once do you, and I I, I hope Kyle, um, I think you probably agree, I don't think ever once in the show do I feel like I'm uh, speaking down to the kids or mm-hmm. condescending to the audience. It, we are presenting this character in its purest form, which is a very accessible kind of the four quadrants, you know, kids. Uh, mom and dad gra- teenagers and grandma and grandpa where everybody can get something out of it um and it, it, it's it's just and i think because we're not speaking down to kids or even worse condescending to them because we are just so 
uh, pure in the way that we present this bear, I think that makes it all the more genuine, all the more better theater going experience, especially for a lot of these people, uh, for a lot of these kids, it's their first experience, the- theatrical experience ever. Yeah. Certainly, so certainly hope that uh, have some coming back to the theater. What is what is a moment in the show that like a, a certain joke in the show that like really brings the house down, like really makes people like cackle? It's a real knee slapper. Can you share any Ooh. of those? I, got, I would say one, one for me, I will say that they're always kind of the physical comedy, but I will say one moment that I always very much enjoy um, is when uh, Paddington decides that he's going to be baking a cake and the very first time he drops in a whole egg and it's this metal bowl and it just makes this really loud clang and it always just gets a big laugh and I just love it because the baking scene is one of my favorite scenes to perform. So very I was really how, how sweet a chef of him. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, and it's almost a little Amelia Bedelia of him. Like when, when we come and you see the show, you'll, you'll see what I mean. Uh, but uh, Ricky, what about you? What's, what's a moment that brings down the house for you? There's so many hilarious moments. Um, I, I got, I'm trying to think of some, uh, the, the bathroom scene is kind of, uh, because that is just pure chaos in its um, most purest form. So that's always been a funny one. Um, you know, you brought the slaps. I'm trying to think of a line that kind of always uh, knocks him dead. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, so uh, the great thing about Paddington is that uh, Kyle, uh, myself, and our other uh, co-star, Anthony, we're all certainly kind of comedically uh, inclined. So we've had the opportunity to improvise. Um, and so Paddington does the the kind of magic show. <laughs> I have to give credit to Kyle. Um, he so at one point he asks uh, Mr. Curry. Uh, he wants to perform a trick on his watch, and so Mr. Curry is kind of taking his watch off. And <laughs> Kyle said it in rehearsal, and then I kind of picked it up uh, mm-hmm. um, naturally. Uh, our actor, our beloved actor, Cannon, was taking a little bit of extra time to get that watch off his wrist. And then I just, uh, uh, Paddington said, take your time, actually, take your time, actually, I'll be taking it. And <laughs> you, heard, you heard all the dad just kind of like, <laughs> that's, I'm a dad, I know a dad joke, and that's a dad joke. Those uh, are my favorite laughs, though, those, you can those big bellowing like dad laughs because <laughs> when the when the grown-ups laugh that lets the kids know oh my goodness this must really be funny if it's making mom and dad laugh because sometimes because oh, yeah. sometimes the stuff that you know kids watch isn't always made for grown-ups and that you know it's not always meant to be but once again this was made with all Paddington's audience's mind when they wrote this they put this together they really thought of this is it's not a kid's show. It is a family experience. You want everyone to go. When um, when we traveled to Long Island, where we are from, uh, you know, my a lot of my my niece came, my cousins and their kids came. And obviously, you know, they all came too. And they're my age or a little older. And they all loved it too. They all got in the front row and I could hear them laughing, even though I can't see them because we're behind a little wall the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, once again, it's a good thing to know you're bringing families together in a wonderful art form and not just theater, but puppetry itself, because there's that illusion. These kids really think, oh, yeah, there's a bear on stage and he talks like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like every, um, like every day. Like, there's nothing weird about that. 
<laughs> what um what brought you to puppeteering in the first place? Uh, let's go with Ricky. Do you have any uh any tidbits to share? Sure. Um, I the thing about it's funny because Kyle, I was saying earlier, he's kind of you know he's certainly paying his dues and has had so much experience in children's theater uh, doing. And Kyle's also done a lot of uh, community theater as well. Why am I answering Kyle's question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I, I was trying to like create a juxtaposition because um, I've always loved puppetry, but I, I never really had done it on a professional level like Patterson, with the exception of once. Um, I, I did an adult swim pilot and I puppeteered that, but I'm actually from the world of stand-up comedy. Um, and I do utilize puppets quite a bit in my comedy. I'm like Andy Kaufman went to Disney World. This That hopefully gives you an idea of what kind of comedy I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, might be a little too accurate, actually. Um, and so I've always loved puppetry. I also do a lot of voice acting, so uh, if you can't tell. Um, and so really Paddington kind of came about because I always had just kind of this, I was a hobbyist, I guess, for puppetry. And then um, for the, uh, you know, audition websites in New York, they said they were having uh, Rockefeller, who was the production company, had a huge block of, of shows that were coming up for puppets. And I had had a lot of ex had kind of built up quite a bit of experience doing puppetry at my day job because I'm a New Yorker and an actor. So you need a day job. I work at the Bronx Zoo and I was doing kind of um puppets there they gave me a lot of liberty they kind of just said all right ricky here's a bat puppet go out there and riff and so i would just kind of riff with the kids but i really kind of built up my skills doing that puppetry there and so I, I auditioned for paddington and they liked me and took me in um but so many of the foundations of like stand-up comedy and voice acting are definitely integral to paddington and um there was certainly like a learning curve for sure and uh, you know it was a challenge uh the rehearsal definitely had to really put a lot of uh, work into a perfecting those puppetry skills um in terms of just the mouth movements and uh even like the physicality though like i know it doesn't sound it but you know holding your arm up for 10 minutes straight is kind of a it it, it can get a little strenuous so um, for sure yes and, you know you know 15 pound bear yeah <laughs> with a very big hat <laughs> so um so many hats. Yes, he has many. Paddington quite literally wears many hats. Um, so <laughs> it really was great. And Kyle is also our puppet captain. So he provided excellent mentorship and leadership. And um, yeah, so, it, you know, I kind of came into this, like, kind of see myself more as just like a performer that happens to utilize puppets. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I can say Ricky's a puppeteer um, after this one. Hopefully so. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so Kyle... Tell us a little bit about you and how you got your way to the world of puppeteering. That Ricky hasn't already said. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kind of started out as a Jim Henson groupie uh, yes. starting in high school. Uh, I just absorbed everything that he and his team made. I wanted to know everything about him and them and everything. And then that, you know, from there, I expanded into the wider world of puppetry. I started making my own kind of performing just for fun in college and it was when I got home from college after I graduated in 2016 that I really just kind of decided all right I'm gonna try performing I got my degree you know working on things behind the camera behind the scenes you know name of the show ha 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 but I'm this but, guy and so I've been like I've been in theater since 2016. I've worked backstage and on stage as an as a regular human actor, as a puppeteer. I've made props. I've done every little job I could just because 
I really learned the importance that, you know, exposure to theater at a young age can do and that there is some not high quality theater for kids out there. You know, some people think that it's just something to keep them occupied for an hour. But but from there, I had a lot of uh, puppet mentors. We were very fortunate living near New York City, which, you know, one of the puppet centers of the country, basically that in L.A. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've done a lot of community theater. I've done Hand to God, Avenue Q, Little Shop of Horrors. I've done, you know, little library shows of Little Red Riding Hood. I've danced and jumped and done lots and lots of crazy things. And it's making me tired just even thinking back to all of it. He swoons, he sways. Well, Paddington is my first, uh, Paddington is my first big, big project. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I was not, I was, I was not expecting to be, you know, kind of teaching in the puppy cats in your role. I thought that I was going to be okay. Kind of more like small fish in the big pond or that it turned out to be quite the opposite, but it's still wonderful because now we're getting, you know, I'm getting my fish, I'm getting my other fish bigger. Ricky has improved in such dr- amazing, noticeable way. Oh, you know, for these months. So I'm it's been glad- very nice to see that, uh, that progress. And so has, I want to add our other puppeteer, Anthony White, who isn't, you know, here doing this interview with us, but he's here in spirit somewhere. Well, this show is just so heartwarming <laughs> behind the scenes and on the stage. Yeah, actually, I, I, if I could, I just because I forgot, I can't believe I didn't mention this. Um, Kyle mentioned Jim Henson. I, I'm also a huge Muppet fan. And I guess my, my Muppet adjacent kind of claim to fame in 2020, I recorded the entirety of Hamilton in the voice of the Muppets. <gasps> uh, no way. <laughs> yeah, I did not throw away my shirt. So uh, that was good. I, I mentioned that in my uh, audition, so maybe that helped me out. <laughs> okay, well, that just changed everything for me. Are we me? me? Oh, my God. Okay, well, I'm going to need this to be, you know, part of the tour now. Uh, yes that's the, the pre that's the, the pre for paddington that's, yeah that's the pre-show yes they just push me out there right you got uh two and a half hours go <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic i'm all for it um, yes so this is this has been excellent uh it if i wasn't you know excited enough for this show before we began this whole talk uh i'm like out of my mind excited now um, so is there anything that you have to say to our audiences that are listening today that haven't made that jump to get tickets yet? Whether or not you are a fan of Paddington already, this is a wonderful entry point, or at the very yes. least, it's a good excuse to get to either to watch the movies or, you know, even watch the series on Nick Jr. Because those are ones, again, they're taken from the original stories and just adapted in a way that's you know a little less you know tongue-in-cheek than the movies but it still works really well and it's animated really well like paddington just looks good in cg he looks good in stop motion he looks good as a puppet Mm -hmm. style icon exactly (laughs) like (laughs) you stay (laughs) 
Well, Paddington is making his way from Peru to London to Worcester, Mass. Very, very soon. He'll be in Worcester on March 10th at 6.30 p.m. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, head to thehanovertheater.org. Theater spelled with an R-E. And we'd be happy to see you. And uh, enjoy this wonderful, wonderful story about Paddington, everyone's favorite little bear. Now, thank you so much, Ricky and Kyle, for joining us on Behind the Scenes today. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, thank you, Ashley. It was a pleasure speaking for you. For real. I'll just (laughs) pause. I'll, I'll pause for laughter. <laughs> I'll also see my way out, actually. Round of applause. I was say thank you. <laughs> like, a, like a human. Thank you very much <laughs> for having <laughs> yeah, well, Thank you. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you so much for speaking with us and laughing with us today. And we'll see you very, very soon. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on Behind the Scenes today. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>